Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets, and chard. Chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table. This is a show dedicated to the people of our region who produce, prepare, and preserve our regional foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. The song that you just heard performed was sung by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee, and she's gotten incredibly popular, even sung on the Grand Ole Opry, so we're real proud of her. I love being able to tell this, too. Her granddaddy used to fix Alan Benton's television. Today, we are setting the table with Appalachian food memories from James Beard award-winning chef Joseph Lynn, his mother Emily, and his grandmother Juanita, and how these memories influence his ways in the kitchen of the J.C. Holdway Restaurant in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. In addition, we have food historian Fred Saussman's recipe and recollections of the Carter family's chow chow. Fred learned this while he visited with Joe and Janet Carter in their kitchen in Hilton's, Virginia, home of the Carter family fold. Thank you so much for your good company here at our table. We just really appreciate you tuning in today. Now let's get started. Well, all the talk around here in Knoxville is James Beard award-winning chef Joseph Lynn's J.C. Holdway Restaurant in downtown Knoxville. This restaurant grows out of deep Appalachian roots, roots going back to Rogersville, Tennessee, where Chef Lynn's great-uncle, J.C. Holdway, and his grandmother, Juanita, grew up. They grew up on a farm with no money during the Depression, and the name of the restaurant comes from Chef Lynn's great-uncle Joe, J.C. Holdway. Chef Lynn serves up foods, both traditional and innovative, that go back to these favorite flavors and memories of his family's table. So today, we visit with Chef Lynn, his grandmother Juanita, and his mother Emily, as they remember early food memories from Rogersville, Tennessee, and the restaurant's namesake, Uncle Joe. First off, I had to ask, how do you win a James Beard Award? My goodness, I'm just so glad to meet you. Well, it's nice to meet you. You too, Juanita and yeah. Emily, and sitting here with Joseph, and what a great family you've got. Oh, I'm, I'm very proud of it. I bet. <laughs> and are you just so proud of him, or what? Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I knew him when. <laughs> I know it. He's just not 
stuck up at all that in Emily being the mom, I mean, this James Beard Award, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. We're very proud of him. Yes, we are. We were actually sitting in our driveway. We'd been out to dinner with friends and we'd taken the iPad with us to dinner and then we were sitting in our driveway because it was coming up and so we sat in the driveway and watched that part <laughs> where but, they actually did the award. And they were going to come up and I said, don't even come up here. I said, we're not going to win it. And, um, Mm-hmm. You said it would be too expensive. You'd have to get plane tickets and a hotel and a tux a for dad and this and that. And he said, just watch it online. <laughs> no big deal. Well, you know, when you don't get your expectations up, a lot of times better stuff happens sometimes. But you won it. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy for you. Well, thank you, Liz. It was definitely a team effort with all the guys that I was working with. and Yeah. I mean, everybody there was just, it was one of those times where everything was just always right in the kitchen. It was great. It was, oh, that's so nice. It was, it was a lot of fun. So hopefully I'll be able to recreate kind of that same magic in the kitchen at the new place. So I bet so. That's what we hope. Well, like when you did that, do you have to go up to New York and create a meal and then these people judge it? Or how is it, how it, do they, what are they judging on? It, it's all based on, it's uh, based on people that have eaten your food. And so that's why I was oh, like, there's just no way. But I got gotcha. you. Luckily, done a lot of events around the country that year and yeah. the year before. So uh-huh. um, a lot of voters had been able to experience the food we were cooking. So the former, the former winners. Are the voters right right and oh. as well as people in the media there, there's there's a lot of voters but basically um anyone that's won one becomes a voter so okay um it was mm-hmm. it was pretty unique because i said well while in tennessee compared to atlanta louisville raleigh nashville i said just no chance <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so funny as he said all these cities and then walland <laughs> <laughs> Me funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a it was a great thing. It made me very proud of the inspiration I've had from both of these fine ladies and, and their dedication to cooking mom being an educator and putting a meal on the table every single night and same with Granny, um, and just her inspiration from her stories about growing up in the depression and always having something to eat and, and being very generous to others. Uh, I think those are just things that have always stuck out yeah. to, to try to do very well. I'm like, these people could do it well, and this is what we do for a living. We, we should be able to do it very well. So <laughs> um, that's just kind of the way I think about it a lot of times. So it's been a, a great influence on me and what I do for a living. And you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on the radio dial at 89.9 WDVX.com every Saturday. Or listen to the podcast anytime at TennesseeFarmTable.com. After the short break, we'll return with our conversation with James Beard award-winning chef, Joseph Lynn, his grandmother, and his mother about their Uncle Joe, J.C. Holdway the namesake for the restaurant located in downtown Knoxville. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville. 
just one block off Broadway on North Central Street. Father's Day is June 18, and daddies love cupcakes. Special flavors, maple bacon, lemon poppy seed, and chocolate peanut butter. Also in the case this month, apple pie, chocolate cream pie, and lemon meringue pie. For your special event, Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles with a full selection of ready-made designs or custom orders. Since 1992, magpiescakes.com. All butter, all the time. And let's now pick back up with Chef Joseph Lynn, his grandmother Juanita, his mother Emily, and hear more recollections about Uncle Joe, the namesake for J.C. Holdway Restaurant. Well, now, growing up, were you always just really close? Uh, we hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to choke me to death and smother me and a few things like that. Otherwise, we got along fine. <laughs> What's well? What are brothers and sisters for anyway? Right? Exactly. <laughs> you may want to tell her the Kool Aid story that he did. That's a good one. Oh no! The Kool Aid story that what he did to you. Oh, that was awful. Oh boy! <laughs> we went to my grandmother's every year, and my dad gave me a dime to spend while I was there, two weeks. Wow. And so my uncle had this little country store, and I would go every day and look at everything, trying to decide what I was going to spend. And finally I decided on a packet of Kool-Aid, and I was going to do it the last day I was there. So I got all excited. I went and got my Kool-Aid poured it out and it was dirt. <gasps> he did not. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that's how we got along. Oh. I thought that was cruel. I yes. was so disappointed. He made up for it later though. <laughs> <laughs> what was the age difference? Two years. Him older? Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you the only two siblings growing up? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that amplified it, made it worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as she said, as we grew older, he uh, it was very good to me and very good to my family. Good. And we, we were very close. So there's nobody else at all. Yeah here mm-hmm. or around here who knows the names of places near near where I grew up right. and you miss that oh yes every once in a while I'll think of something from my childhood and I have nobody to talk with about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's probably the hardest isn't it uh-huh it is yeah but I have a lot of good memories so well, um, we had good food, and we had a lot of uh, poor people who would knock on our door, and we never turned anybody away. We always had something for them, mm-hmm. and Mother would actually invite them into the kitchen, and and uh, we a lot of them slept in our barn. We mm-hmm. had a a log. 
and um, that, that was the thing about it. I said I never dreamed I would look back on the, the, that time with longing, but we had such a different attitude. Everybody shared, and almost everybody was in the same boat. Mm -hmm. And we all had hope that it was going to get better. That's what kept us going. And my grandmother, every Sunday, they cooked a huge meal. And everybody in the community came. Nobody, she never knew who was coming or how many. She just cooked it and they showed up. And she had six children? Uh, yes, my Six. mother was the oldest. She was third. My mm -hmm. grandfather died with something he picked up in the Spanish-American War. Mm -hmm. And so she was left with six children, aged two to thirteen. Mercy. And Manny helped her bring them up. Mm -hmm. But I just thought it was funny that every Sunday you'd go and people sitting on the porch you'd never seen before. And, <laughs> and had no clue. <laughs> Boy, I bet what kind of stuff would be on that table? Well, she always had country ham, and mm -hmm. it was wonderful. They had a smokehouse with a lot of hams hanging in it, mm -hmm. and and she really, it was so good. I bet. And she always had fried chicken, mm -hmm. and uh, that was basically it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of vegetables and cake, and mm -hmm. I haven't figured out how they made cakes with no um, thermometer. <laughs> wood stove <laughs> and uh, yes. when my great grandmother had the work hands we called them in the fall for the harvest she cooked a huge meal and uh, my grandmother cooked that basically every Sunday oh my they just started Saturday and cooked and nobody ever invited her anywhere that was the oddest thing. That is odd. That doesn't add up. Uh-uh. <laughs> I never knew of her not being at home cooking on Sunday. They didn't want to get her off track because they all wanted to come to her house every time. <laughs> 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 they didn't want her to get out of the mind right. of doing that all the time, I suppose. She might like it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, I mean, that is, that is hard cooking. They called her Miss Abby. Her name was Eva. Really? And they called her Miss Abby and came to her house. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite thing that she used to make? Oh goodness. Well one thing was this, uh, they called it a Lady Baltimore cake mm -hmm. that uh, had the uh, coloring throughout mm -hmm. it and as a child I loved that. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Uh -huh. But I also loved her country ham and she made hominy. Oh um, she did. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Uh, I bet that was good. It is it was. Mm -hmm. And I like hominy. Mm -hmm. And uh, they made that in a big kettle over the fire out in the yard. Which is also where they made the apple butter. Yes. And stirred it with a um, piece of wood, mm -hmm. long handle. Mm -hmm. I think one other story that, that's funny to hear two perspectives of were to hear Joe's perspective and her perspective of Hog Killing Day. 
Oh, oh, um, mercy. <laughs> she says she loved it because they got pork tenderloin. <laughs> well, that's the only time we ever had hamburgers. They weren't real hamburgers, but we did every night when we killed, every year when we killed hogs, we did have a, a ground, ground pork sandwich on white bread. We thought it was hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time you said, oh, it's so great. I'd get pork, we'd get pork tenderloin and this. Yeah. And I'd ask Joe, I said, what'd you, I said, what'd you think about hog county? He said, oh, Joseph, it's terrible. He goes, I, I ground sausage for two days solid. Because it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> And then I asked her one time, she said, oh, it's so great, we got pork tenderloin and I didn't have to do any of the worst. <laughs> so great. Now that was, canning peaches was the day I hated. Field peaches all day long. That would be hard. Oh. Would y'all pickle them or can them no, sweet? she just canned them sweet. They were so good. Oh, goodness, I bet they but were. I didn't like the day we had to mm -mm. peel them. Mm -mm. <laughs> I love that hog killing recollection yeah. story. Oh, yeah. It's, it's all where you are, isn't it? <laughs> it Which end is. of the pig you're on. <laughs> Would y'all dry apples too? My grandmother did, and mm -hmm. my great grandmother did. Mm -hmm. I remember Mamie doing it. Uh, well, she it would take was, a window screen, remember? She would take was, a window screen yeah, out in the backyard and they had to have a whole room. Mm. laid out with them. Wow. I bet. My great-grandmother did. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they really had good food and they really went about it in a very matter-of-fact way. I mean, it was yeah. just, you did, that's what you did. If not, you didn't eat in the winter. And we'd go to my great-grandmother's, grandfather's, and they were a really cute couple when she was a little plump lady with this beautiful white hair with these little curls around here and we'd be sitting there and she said John go get the apples and he would go any time of the year we were there we had apples mm -hmm. they had a granary mm -hmm. a whole different separate building and it had apples all over the place and I was fascinated as a child. He had, they had this pan that he always brought the apples in, a bowl, kind of metal bowl, big bowl. And I was fascinated to see whether or not he could peel the whole apple in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just the way, you know, every time we went, she'd be there all the time. She'd say, John, get the apples. <laughs> They always had a pocket knife. There's a, the mark of a true gentleman, a pocket knife and a handkerchief. That's right. right. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> JJ, where's your handkerchief? And you've been listening to an interview with James Beard award-winning chef Joseph Lynn, his grandmother Juanita, his mother Emily, with recollections about Uncle Joe, J.C. Holdway. Details about the restaurant J.C. Holdway in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee at jcholdway.com. If you'd like to share this story about Joseph Lynn and the restaurant J.C. Holdway, the podcast is located at TennesseeFarmTable.com. And coming up is Fred Zosman with his recollection of a chow-chow recipe from the Carter family. 
Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. And now, let's hear from our friend, Fred Sossman. Fred is a food historian and author of numerous publications featuring Appalachian foodways. He also has produced several documentaries on Appalachian food producers and foods, and he's also a professor at ETSU where he teaches the foodways of Appalachia. We like to call the segment of this show, Seasons Eatings. I'll never forget the day I sat down with Jeanette Carter in her Scott County, Virginia home in 2002 to watch her make chow chow. Jeanette was a member of the first family of country music, the daughter of A.P. and Sarah Carter. No matter how busy she was, Jeanette always made time for chow chow. It's a strange garden-clearing concoction eaten all over the mountain south, most commonly as a topping for soup beans. I say strange because of the blending of the everyday fare of the farm, the cabbage, onions, bell peppers, and green tomatoes, with the exotic, the turmeric, ginger, and cinnamon that season similar relishes like Indonesian atjar. Jeanette's recipe for chow chow was taped inside an old photo album, the ink smeared, the tape brown and brittle. In the Carter home, chow-chow making was always a brother-sister job. In overalls and cap, the late Joe Carter sprawled over his stool chopping vegetables with a long S-shaped chopper he forged himself. The Carters passed that tool around to countless families in Poor Valley, Jeanette said the chopper made the rounds, but that's the way people in the valley do. Everybody helps one another. Jeanette made sure Joe understood he was to chop. The seasoning and flavoring were left entirely up to her and her daughter Rita, with Jeanette cautioning to add the brown sugar scantly. Chopping the quart of onions drew tears, and Jeanette joked, that they may just be the secret ingredient. Eating chow-chow with the Carters was a reminder of the cycle of the seasons, as the previous year's batch was passed around the table while the remnants of the waning garden simmered on the stove. Some of Nashville's biggest stars visited Jeanette's unadorned kitchen table near Clinch Mountain, fed and inspired by famous hands that knew the nobility of work. This is Jeanette Carter's chow-chow recipe. One gallon of chopped cabbage, 
one gallon of chopped green tomatoes, one quart of chopped onions, three green bell peppers chopped, a tablespoon of dry mustard, two tablespoons of powdered ginger, one tablespoon of ground cinnamon, two tablespoons of turmeric, one tablespoon of celery seed, three tablespoons of salt, three pounds of brown sugar, scantly, one half gallon of vinegar. Bring everything to a boil, then cook slowly for 30 minutes. Put it in canning jars and seal. For the winter months ahead, this chow chow will help you keep on the sunny side. For the Tennessee Farm Table, I'm Fred Sausman. This is John Waters, agriculture teacher at Heritage High School in Blount County, Tennessee, and you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Here's an event that is agriculturally related that I thought you might be interested in. The third annual Hops in the Hills Craft Brew Festival takes place Saturday, June the 24th from 5 until 9 in historic downtown Maryville. This yearly craft brew festival features the science and agriculture of Tennessee through our region's artisan brews with this celebration of fermentation. Details at hopsinthehills.com. We want to say thank you so much for your great company here today at the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here next week at 9 or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting, just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at WDVX.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast on your smartphone, tablet, or computer, or on iTunes. Or just search for Tennessee Farm Table. A big list of all of our shows will appear. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.